Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there and welcome to Explaining History Podcast and uh, today I'm going to be talking about how East Germany in the post-war era used the memory of Nazism and um, deep-seated discourses regarding fascism in order to uh, develop um, a stable ideological vision um, of their new regime one which enabled them to create all sorts of moral and political justifications for um, the new Stalinist state that was being constructed. Um, the, tip, the way in which the, um, the language of um, political resistance is used and manipulated after 1945 um, is it draws upon much of the rhetoric of the left during the Weimar Germany era and the rhetoric of the exiled Communist Party during the the Nazi era. During the Weimar era, um, a umbrella term for um, political activism on the left that opposed the Nazis was anti-fascism. And the the war would later be described as, a, as the, the great anti-fascist struggle. The um, war between the USSR and Germany during uh, from 1941 to 45 is interpreted as um, a democratic anti-fascist war. Um, the uh, communist uh, USSR is referred to, and the new... Um, uh, uh, German Democratic Republic are both referred to as democratic nations. It is uh, unquestionable within um, Stalinist discourse that a a, a workers' uh, state representing the people, um, because you know other offending classes have been eliminated or imprisoned or executed, uh, must by dint be democratic in any uh, capitalist democracy is inherently undemocratic because it simply uh, represents kind of oligarchic or plutarchic forces, plutocratic forces um, right at the top. So um, the uh, so communism uh, um, is referred to as, as democracy. It is a democratic struggle 
against uh, fascism. And therefore, uh, anyone criticising the Soviet Union and communist parties is, by extension, fascist. It is fascist to criticise the new uh, GDR or the Soviet Union. And the another fascist act is the placement of the Jews at the centre of um, the anti-fascist struggle or to give the Jews, by dint of the... Uh, the Holocaust centre stage in terms of victimhood. Um, this is seen as a kind of a deeply reactionary thing to do in the the German Democratic Republic. Um, the uh, purge of the communists, um, figures like Ernst Talman um, and the, uh, the 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 communist movement in general um, in 1933 after the Reichstag fire um, takes. Walter Ulbricht um, and the uh, a, a kind of a second tier figure within the German Communist Party, and um, places him uh, uh, with Wilhelm Pick um, at the the highest uh, uh, at the highest levels. Um, Walter Ulbricht was in um, he was in part of the, the leadership of the Communist Party in exile in Paris from thirty five to thirty eight. Um, with uh, Franz Dahlem and Paul Merker. Um, and then after that, um, Ulbricht was in Moscow um, after having made various trips to Spain to enforce um, Stalinist policies on the, uh, the German uh, brigade in the, in the international, the German battalion in the international brigade in the Spanish Civil War. Um, Ulbricht managed to secure his control over the KPD, the German Communist Party, by demonstrating himself whilst in Moscow to be a Stalin loyalist. Um, so Stalin, uh, during the war particularly, looked to people like Ulbricht to be uh, to be the future. Um, he and Pick, who was a contemporary of Rosa Luxemburg, uh, later becomes president of the GDR. They are nothing if not prolific, and their writings, uh, essays, articles form the kind of the very basis of um, discourse within the GDR, the kind of the canon of communist thinking. One thing that um, helps to define um, Nazism in the post-war era, or views of what Nazism had been, was the idea, uh, and this is was an idea shared by the Soviet Union, that um, Nazism was really the attack dog of capitalism, that it wasn't uh, in its own right a um, specific uh, racial ideology. Instead, it was a tool used by the capitalist powers to be set loose on uh, socialism in order to uh, destroy the Soviet Union and to dis destroy uh, everything that has happened from 1917 onwards. This is why the term Nazism was kind of um, airbrushed a little bit. Um, fascism is constantly referred to, German fascism particularly, to make the point that there are obviously national variants of fascism, Italian fascism, German fascism, Hungarian fascism, French fascism. All these things are part of one greater ideology, fascism, which doesn't have 
to, in the East German way of looking at it, a specifically racial element to it. It is simply an anti-communist ideology set up by the capitalist powers. Anti-Semitism, or any other kind of racial element to Nazism, was simply um, a strange aberration, a, an eccentricity. The um, GDR also tried to distance itself from its huge responsibility in the destruction of the, the Weimar Republic, um, its active efforts to undermine it, its refusal to make any kind of deal with the SPD to keep Hitler out. Uh, in fact, its deals with the Nazis in 1932 to undermine Brüning's government as much as possible. And also the vote of no confidence that the Nazis and uh, the communists allied together in, in 1932 to bring down the government of Franz von Papen. As well as fascism, the um, key enemy uh, in the post-war period, and obviously fascism has been vanquished, but the key existing enemy in the post-war period, um, both liberal democratic capitalism over the border and, the, and German, West German social democracy, the social democrats, are seen as the kind of revisionist and um, treacherous uh, uh, brand of uh, socialism, the the branch of socialism that was uh, a kind of a, a poor interpretation of Marx's original ideas, and so the, this this makes up a significant part of the world view of the GDR, because Ulbricht um, interpreted Nazism through the prism of class. The plight of the Jews doesn't fit very neatly into his world view. Um, it's something that the um, uh, the KPD, while in exile, didn't really want to discuss. Um, and certainly when they're making propagandistic broadcasts back to Germany, when the Soviet um, Red Army is sweeping through Eastern Europe towards Germany, it's not addressed towards the, um, the Jews at all, nor does it mention them. It's addressed to um, uh, generically to German resistors of fascism. This may have included the Jews, and certainly it's doubtful that Ulbricht was um, trying to deliberately exclude them. It was that any mention of the special plight of the Jews detracted from the class analysis of the causes of Nazism. And if it could be said that Nazism was something separate and different, it was a specifically racial ideology, then that would cause big questions over the causes of Nazism in the eyes of the GDR, in the eyes of Stalin, and it would not be seen as exclusively a kind of a, a sinister capitalist ploy. And that was the end goal, to, to keep that version of um, of it in mind. And it helped to be, it was a useful nation-building tool after the war to say, look, this is, this, you know, the, the ruins that surround you really is the, the devastation that capitalism has wrought by giving you Adolf Hitler. The extent to which this was accepted, believed, taken on board by the German population in the East after 1945 is obviously doubtful. Um, but these were the, the, the devices, the ideological devices that the state would use and would attempt to enforce. There are sometimes occasions to this rule. Uh, Wilhelm Pieck, for example, in his broadcasts, 
1942 and 43 um, highlighted that things were happening to the Jews in Poland and he was aware that hundreds of thousands of Jews, uh, Jewish families had been uh, crammed into camps and, and previously to that into into ghettos. Um, but mainly with, during these broadcasts the focus is on the Nazis' crimes in, in Russia. Um, he said there was no bestiality imaginable which the SS bloodhounds will not commit against the, the Russian people. As the Cold War began and developed, um, the Holocaust had a very difficult and problematic place within uh, East German memory. Um, there was a uh, suspicion of Jews within uh, the communist bloc in general, not out of the racial anti-Semitism that had existed in Nazi Germany, though there was obviously within Russia and the Eastern Europe various degrees of residual um, anti-Semitism that had kind of always been there. But now there were, um, in in nation-states which were becoming progressively more ethnically homogenised due to the expulsions of Germans at the end of the war, um, the surviving Jews were far more um, identifiable due to their, their scarcity um, and far more um, vulnerable. And the question as to where they now fitted in into a world that was becoming bipolar between the East and West was um, a very pressing one for um, secret state um, security apparatus in, in, in uh, the occupied zones of um, East Germany and in, in the Soviet Union. Um, the, the, an old traditional German anti-Semitism um, that was quite similar to um, the Stalinist post-war anti-Semitism that, that developed was to do with an idea of cosmopolitanism, that Jews were neither one thing nor another. They were um, a uh, nationless, rootless people. They couldn't be loyal to anything, therefore they didn't fit in anywhere. Uh, and with uh, the increasing Cold War paranoia... You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Of the possibilities of espionage, of traitors and fifth columnists within, and the, and the development of nation states based around um, the, the, the um, idea of uh, external enemies and enemies within. Remember from the podcast I've done previously on the Soviet Union, um, the idea of enemies within hiding behind masks and that sort of thing has been was sort of inimical to um, Stalinism. Jews were obviously a, a very uh, very potent target now. Um, however, anti-Semitism was um, to some degree in um, the thinking of the West, the East German regime, synonymous with Nazism. But there is obviously a useful get out there because the official explanation for Nazism is that it is not a racial ideology. It is simply a, um, to a, a battering ram of the capitalist classes. And this gave um, the uh, East German regime the um, ability to persecute Jewish people, but do it without appearing to be synonymous with Nazism, without appearing to be as fascist as the fascists. One indication that um, problems for uh, East German Jews, surviving East German Jews, was on the way, was the uh, the purging from party ranks of Paul Merker, who was the uh, a prominent uh, Communist Party member, um, who had um, argued that the communists needed to have solidarity with the surviving Jews. Um, and the uh, difficulty that he finds himself in here is uh, during the, the early phases of the Cold War when the state of Israel is created, Israel falls neatly within to the, the Western camp. There is some wondering um, in 1948 in Washington where which way Israel will go is not a given that Israel would was automatically going to be um, a Western client state in the Middle East. Um, it was uh, that that was um, often that was unclear initially, but following this, uh, Merkel's um, position becomes untenable. Um, his sympathies for the Jews uh, become uh, a liability for him. And he was um, purged from uh, the, the party ranks. Um, part of this was also about the likes of Ulbricht trying to um, distance um, the not just the um, the KPD, but the communist movement in general, and particularly his uh, his uh, liege in Moscow, Stalin, from all sorts of inconvenient memories uh, about the war and the necessary dealings uh, with the Western Allies. Um, the association with the Jew, of the Jews in East Germany with the Western powers, and the, the Jews in the Eastern Bloc with the, um, the Western powers, um, brought back uncomfortable memories for Stalin of his own dealings with the West, something that he wished to really marginalise and trivialise, because Stalin wanted to uh, present the great patriotic anti-fascist war as almost a lone Soviet endeavour and one that meant that uh, one that had almost no involvement from uh, Britain 
and the United States. While the Second World War had um, compromised the Soviet Union and compromised Stalin and made Stalin vulnerable to having to have all sorts of uh, connections with the West which were politically unfortunate, the Cold War was now going to be a kind of a, a purging, cleansing period where the uh, where, where this subversive contact would be would be wiped out. The purging of the cosmopolitans, as it's referred to, uh, begins in the Soviet Union with the uh, the murder of leaving so- leading Soviet Jew Solomon Mikhoels, uh, and the uh, purging of the Jewish anti-fascist committee. Um, but it um, has its own uh, replica versions in uh, across the Eastern Bloc, and the um, the language of um, Stalinism becomes trained um, upon um, the the Jews of Eastern Europe, the surviving surviving Jews. Um, the in March nineteen forty nine, an article um, on entitled "Uncovering the uh, the Plot of Bourgeois Cosmopolitanism" was published in Moscow and in the German language paper Neue Zeit, and it said that cosmopolitan cosmopolitanism. Uh, was a key element of reactionary bourgeois ideology and American imperialism. So the uh, essence of cosmopolitanism seems to be a suspicion that Jews in Russia or um, East Germany are more likely to be loyal to the state of Israel than they are to the, um, the mother country that they're in, or indeed to the revolution or to the specific ideology. And this, of course, is a sinister American bourgeois capitalist ploy. Stalin, who thought there might be something in supporting a new Jewish state um, and thought that perhaps this might be an outpost for the Soviet Union in the Middle East, is bitterly disappointed and um, becomes a, 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 long-term, um, uh, a long-term enemy uh, of Israel um, and... Uh, his decision to back the uh, states of Syria and Egypt is um, in no part related, uh, no small part related to this. Ulbricht in 1949 picks up the baton of anti-cosmopolitanism and runs with it. Um, he presents to the um, the uh, GDR. Uh, a view of the world where uh, America and Britain are responsible for the division of Germany and their long-term plan is a violent imperialist war uh, against the rest of Germany and cosmopolitanism, um, which is obviously the code word for the Jews, but it can't be articulated in the same way less memories of Nazism resurface. Cosmopolitanism is accused, is, is alleged to be part of this sinister plot and one needs to be on the lookout for cosmopolitans in our midst. Um, It's not difficult to see um, where this new bout of anti-Semitism originates from. It has different sources from Nazi anti-Semitism. It's not particularly um, um, caused by uh, the same sort of thinking of uh, Hitler's racial and biological thinking, um, but more the kind of the uh, in Cold War paranoias and insanities of Stalinism. The um, 
the listeners, however, the audience, um, have uh, amongst them many of the survivors of Nazism and the, the those members of the regime that have survived and transitioned through to the, the GDR. Um, the GDR uh, hired a great many um, down-on-their-luck secret policemen at the end of 1945, at the end of the war in 1945. Um, the uh, Soviet Union gave uh, arrested Gestapo men and uh, Sika Heinsteist men uh, a simple choice, uh, working for the new regime or on the first train to Siberia. And there were a great many um, Gestapo men who quickly learned or the um, the the ideas of Marx, Lenin, and Stalin overnight, and they were relatively happy with this. Secret policemen are probably not so much bothered with ideology as they are interested in in rules and power and uh, being able to uh, uh, persecute and punish those who transgress. And these um, new members of the regime were in a particularly good position. Um, there was a an actual clampdown on questioning the Nazi past of um, people who were flooding into the regime to act as secret policemen and, and, and bureaucrats um, to suggest openly that the new East German regime was actually becoming diluted. The very fascists it had been fighting against was was treasonable. And, um, though, and so this topic of conversation was, was entirely dropped. So it's entirely possible to a great many former Nazis who found a role in the regime, once again persecuting Jews and others, couldn't quite believe their luck. In um, Marxist-Leninist-Stalinist uh, discourse, um, cosmopolitanism was referred to as the ideal of the money man, thus once again resurrecting this anti-Semitic myth about the Jews and high finance. And whilst there were dissenting figures, um, two of the um, more significant members of the, the Communist Party, Paul Merker and Leah Zuckerman, um, who had been in exile in Mexico during the war, both returned home and argued that restitution should be made to the Jews, that good relations should be held with Israel, and when they were arrested, the question that's put to them is why would a, a communist pay attention to these issues? Why, of all the things you, you are thinking about, is it these ones that you, you, you focus on? And that very question alone um, presents uh, Merker and Zuckerman as being figures of, of inherent suspicion. Part of the kind of survival skill of... Um, communist parties um, from before the war, during and after, is the ability to abandon previously held positions, the ability to suddenly uh, drop um, statements against uh, you popular fronts and then quickly form them, the ability to suddenly uh, make friends with the Western allies or make uh, non-aggression pacts with Hitler, um, and then suddenly after the war to endorse uh, ideas which are not very dissimilar to those held by the Nazis um, anyway. Um, to keep open concentration camps 
um, that the the Nazis, such as Sachsenhausen, to employ former secret policemen um, and to to use their methods to essentially be whatever the party needed to be in a given space of time, be that in the Soviet Union or in uh, Germany. And as a result, the um, vulnerable and the exploitable and the victims uh, and the particularly um, the uh, survivors of the Holocaust already were always going to be in a very, very vulnerable situation with such a kind of a, a fickle and contrary um, force that was chiefly interested in maintaining its uh, the veneer of ideological purity and, most importantly, in maintaining power and adherence to... Uh, the paranoid diktats of Moscow. Anyway, I hope that's been useful for you. Bit of a rambly one today, but you know, sometimes we've got to go around these complicated ideological uh, cul-de-sacs that uh, emerge um, and, uh, you know, really try and explore them a bit. Uh, anyway, I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast and, uh, yeah, speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.